five, four, three, two, one. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome we back to another episode of the Old School New School podcast. As always, I'm Will Charles Egan, and we have C. Chris, Meekins. Chris Meekins. C. Meekins. That's, yeah. his, that's his rap name. That's my rap name. If you enjoy the content that we're making, please hit the subscribe button. I noticed we're we're gaining subscribers. We're at like 70-some subscribers. This is it's great. Like crazy. In a couple of years, I'm going to re-listen to this and be like, that's hilarious. We were excited about 70-some subscribers. But be sure to hit the subscribe button. Hit the little like button. And oh, then awesome. share it with anybody and everybody. We need as much encouragement. <laughs> we do. Because right now, nothing is changing. And if you, hey, if you know anybody that would maybe benefit from learning about fellowship with friends and family and all that good stuff, be sure to share it. And our, our, again, our goal is to be, listen, this is, this is who we are here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. And so our, our goal is to say, okay, these are two Christian guys that are, Normal, some semi-normal, yeah. Or have figured it out so Somewhat. far today. <laughs> so today, I figured. I'm it like out. this morning. I'm having my quiet time. I'm like, okay, yeah. God, you're gonna really have to help me because yeah, I'm I'm in the midst of you know you guys blah 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 you know right. the, the change of just moving from a, a working dog. I'm that's I know how to do work mm. and I know how to be my own boss, but I don't know how to be like an owner and a right. And it's like the whole thing. It is not coming easy. I right. mean, change yeah. to going. Okay, I'm going to walk in and I'm going to tell them these are the changes that I want to do and mm-hmm. this that and they're working <laughs> there. I mean, it's like I'm a I'm a working class person. I yeah. I just don't have management skills, and uh, it gives you a, a better idea. Uh, we heard this from this guy. Uh, was all I mean. This guy's awesome. His name's Tony CPO. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, Tony, you're the best. <laughs> Tony, if you're listening. <laughs> By any chance. By any chance. But he always had a management mind. Mm. And he would always, uh, you know, he went to college. Yep. He'd argue with the professor. He's like, hey, listen, you uh, I, you kind of ripped me off here. This yeah. was not worth my three credit hours that right, I paid for right. this class. Yep. And uh, was always pushing. But I asked him one time, he was this big company called Realty One. And mm-hmm. he became the CEO of it. And I said, what's your, what do you, I mean, what do you do? He goes, they've hired me to, it's like an ocean liner. Yeah. My job is to turn it around in the middle of the ocean to go mm-hmm. the other way without oh losing people. Wow. Falling, without people falling off. Yeah. And I've tried to remember that mm-hmm. on a smaller level. <clears throat> Excuse me. But that just doesn't come natural for right. some people. But other people, they're like, oh, yeah, you just got to do A, B, C. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do you do after? Keep D? talking. I got to do some real quick. Uh oh, the cameras. I, maybe we'll just edit this part out. Hang on. This was the best part of the whole podcast, and so, um, so, so he he uh, just knows how to do it, and would yeah. get asked to be, you know, the president of these companies, and mm-hmm. he's very very successful. Some people can do it; others not built for that. No. Wired a little differently. Yeah, I'm built for relationships. Yes. That is clearly that's what I do. Yeah, you're you're good at what you you have that Saturday group that you do galvanized and you don't lead it, but you're very regularly. I'm responsible for it. Yes. Get up to the work. I can I can be responsible for it. Oh, you want me to lead it. Uh, Oh, and and prepare a message, which I'll do a sharing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I belong to that group and I belong to um, there's a Monday morning group. We're trying to start another group that starts with my uh, 
lines up with my wife's small group on Monday night. Right. And then I, I um, what else? I do? Oh, and then I'm in a couples group on every mm. other Friday. Do you cool. do do you do small groups and relationship yeah. building? Yeah. What, what do you mean relationship building? Like, well, am I in a relationship and am I building that? Because the answer is no. 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 <laughs> Clearly not. I. Nine four one. Thank you for being my wingman, Chris. <laughs> I am in a relationship with my small group people in that we're friends and developing discipleship. Yes. So the the one group that I am in with uh, Chase King, he was on the podcast. Actually, he sat here because somebody forgot. Somebody forgot to, to show him. up. <laughs> Me. The the group that he has with uh, our friend Rose is really good. It's small, small group. But the intention is to go regularly and be planted in God. It's called planted. And it's really cool. It's, I mean, it's your run-of-the-mill Bible study. You show up and there's a guy that leads who reads the verses. We slowly go through a chapter at a time. And he's got notes for every little, you know, paragraph section. And we just talk about it. And then we'll kind of deviate every once in a while and end up talking about golfing or fishing which is what happens. Okay, so let's let's go down this path. Yeah. Okay, so you're telling John Smith and Mary right. yeah. Mugugu <laughs> okay. that they're supposed to, like, their life now, they want to change their life, they mm. want to become a Christian, and now they're, they're tied down to mm-hmm. and sentenced to sitting around a Bible <laughs> study for the rest of their life. I mean, it doesn't uh-huh. sound... It doesn't. It doesn't sound that fun uh, appealing right or fun yeah, yeah it would be great but don't we get that at church exactly what's yeah so i have this other friend at uh, my job and she was oh, i have a lot of the, this job that i'm at is i understand why i'm there now because i've been able to disciple people and learn how to disciple people in a new way that i never have before so it's really cool because there's a lot of people asking about christianity what do you mean by disciple well that's what i want to get into oh good <laughs> so it's Discipling people can be on very differing levels, but right now you could say that the way I'm discipling them is like level one. Like they're just now asking questions about the faith. They're just beginning to understand, some of which have done Bible studies before and have gone to church before and are thinking about going back, some of which have never and are asking questions. But there is this one girl that was asking about different churches that she wants to go to. She says, I went to Grace Community Church. I was like, that's a, that's, or that's Grace a Church. church yeah. Great church. You should go there. She's like, well, I didn't like it. I was like, okay, well. She went to this other church, didn't really like it. She says she wants to try Bayside. I'm like, oh, that's the church I go to. And apparently she's really close to the Bee Ridge campus, which is where we go. Okay. So there's a chance she might go to our campus, but she's also really close to uh, the main campus. She's like right in between them. And she said she wanted to go to the main campus. I'm like, well, great. And... She, I was explaining to her the really cool part about Bayside is that it's in the name Community Church. Their biggest focus is not that you pop in on Sunday, you do your thing, and then you leave. That for Bayside, quote unquote, church or just re- relationship with God isn't a one day a week thing. Okay, it isn't a thing that you just show up for wearing your Sunday best and you kind of listen to the message and you stand for worship and you just kind of. Tap your foot and look around and think about your meeting. I would later. think there's people right now going, "What are you even talking about?" Because <laughs> exactly. they come from a different uh, yeah, denomination, oh, sure. Where that's like, what, what you you what? what worship music? Yeah, 
Yeah, well, because we go to a contemporary church and we have our own like church bubble. So we don't realize that some of the words that we use are completely alien to some people. Like discipleship. Like discipleship. Exactly. I mean, is that like, could you change that word for indoctrination? Yeah, be- <laughs> a lot of people would think that it sounds like that. Yeah. So it, let's even go back that far. Yeah, what, sure. what do you mean by discipleship? Mm-hmm. Well, discipleship is, put simply, walking with somebody and teaching them about Jesus. So you're teaching them about Jesus, but you're not just talking at them. Right? Okay. You're walking with them and you're, you're, doing, you're doing life together okay. with this person. You're regularly meeting up with them or you're having conversations with them. Answering questions where someone says, like, why can't I? Why can't I? Why can't I party? Um, yeah, or why can't, or why can't I? Um, whatever, right? The blank. Yeah, exactly. You you definitely get a lot of why can't I? I've had a couple of those why can't I, and I think so. It, it's explaining why can't you or right. why, why shouldn't you? Why shouldn't you? Yes, it's it's not a that you the, can't. The it's benefits the, you're talking more about the benefits. Exactly. It's not. It's not. Well, when you're a Christian, now you can't do all of these things. It's now that you're a Christian. You get to do all of these things, and because of that, you don't need to do all these other things that you were doing in the past. You shouldn't do them because it's not life-giving. But the the whole point of, of explaining discipleship to people and encouraging them to come to church and get into a group is so that you don't just have those Christmas Easter Christians, you know, the people that show up twice a year. Or even every week Christians yeah, show up and exactly. go, okay, I don't know what the heck they were talking yep, about, but they do it, their it, thing. sure feel good about myself. Yeah, if I, went, I checked the box. I went to church this week, and now I'm holy. And that's, that's what makes, and it's like filling, it's like refilling your gas tank, you know, and then you go for the rest of the week, and then you get till you're almost empty, and then you refill it, because that's how it works, right? It's like, well, no. If you want a if you want a full life, church doesn't just have to be one thing a week. Okay. There's a Bible verse I wanted to explain. Okay. Because the whole the whole point of the the book of Acts, which is the the first book after, you know, the gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, is to explain what the early church did and how the early church was formed and this word ecclesia. Say it, try and say ecclesia. Ecclesia. Okay, not bad. See? So there you go. It's a Greek word, and you'd think it sounds like you're clearing your throat when you're saying it. You're supposed to be being kind to me <laughs> and building me up. Wow, that's surprising that you actually said it correctly. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. You eat. No. But Ecclesia is it's a Greek word for you know the body or the fellowship of believers, the people that come together with common goals, and they, they share in their faith. Okay. And in Acts 2... The very last little portion, starting in verse 42, this is kind of how I think we as believers should be modeling our fellowships, our small groups, how we do our lives together. And it says, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. So they're devoting themselves to eating together, talking together, having a small group and like the other day, you were talking about you had people over here for a meal. And that's really cool. That's a great way of discipling someone, just doing life together, like I was saying. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and, miracle, and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All of the believers were together and had everything in common. Now, that's crazy because 
The people that I'm with, I do not have everything <laughs> in common with. <laughs> Selling their possessions and goods, they gave to everyone as he had need. Every day they continued, get this, every day, not just on Sunday, but every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and they ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. So they're meeting regularly and they're not singing hymns and chanting and kneeling in front of the pew and and reciting hymns and watching a dude in robes carry a, a chalice to the front. Well, it's not heavy. Right. It's not like, oh my exactly. gosh. Uh, and I, I would, there was years ago where I'm like, Joyce, I, I, I just can't do it. I mm-hmm. cannot be in the room mm-hmm. with those people today. In fact, right. I can't be in the room with you. <laughs> can't be in the room with anybody alone today. anybody else. I just want to be. Yeah. But there's a benefit to it. So mm-hmm. you were talking, um, you started going to the, what is that, Monday night small group? Uh, yep, Monday night. Monday night small group. It's what, every other week? Tuesday night. I lied. It's every week and it's Tuesday night. See, no, I can't even No remember. wonder I can't see you there. I was like. <laughs> You're not even there. You're not even there. Uh, so it's Tuesday yes. night every week. Yeah. And you started going, why? Because first of all, because you're. Mm-hmm. Single. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, amazing. Well, because it's all about me, right? Yeah. No. Well, because I wanted to go because I am in need of a small group and fellowship and fellowship. Yeah. And supporting and supporting Chase's small group. Yeah. Because yeah. you're the oldest guy there, which is like, I am. Like you're what, fifteen? <laughs> yeah. Right. Twelve. Get it right, <laughs> dude. They called me old. It was crazy. I was at <laughs> I was at middle school services the other day, and they were like, "Well, yeah, because you're old now." And I literally had to stop and go. That's what that is crazy what yeah. you just said is yeah. crazy i'm 22 years old yeah and the middle schoolers now think that i'm old yeah what does that make you crit no i'm oh, kidding well i know i would go there they're like okay did he get lost is he <laughs> is silver he, alert is in- <laughs> chris wandered into a random building well we moved here to florida the first thing we saw you know they have these signs over the highway and they're like silver alert. yeah it's like what is that? is that there's some old dude that got lost in his car and they put it on the highway that he's lost of course in florida they have to make that a thing yeah this is so common here but yeah this group that i'm in it's i'm the oldest one there i'm 22 everybody else is a teenager and i wanted to go to one support chase and two just because i needed a small group to be in myself and how did it turn out it ended up being more better more better er <laughs> yeah it was good er and it stuff good, it was the goodest ever it was the best ever i loved it yeah it's the couple of times that i've been i try to go every time i can but you know i'm sick or have something come up or i have to get fitted for suits for a wedding that i was a groomsman that's in. the thing about young people you've always got an excuse for something I, oh yeah that's the thing is we're so bad at telling the truth like and being like i can't go yeah that we'll just lie or i don't want to go <laughs> hi i don't want to go I we don't, don't feel like getting up off of the game my game right board. you'll never hear some t- teenager young adult respond with hey i just don't feel like going right now you'll always have to say something yeah my mom my mom has a doctor's appointment at the vet office <laughs> Next week. Next week. <laughs> We're getting them prepared. We're getting prepared for it. Yeah. Why do you think people don't want... I mean, because older people are like, hey, just not feeling like it. Mm-hmm. Not feeling it. I mean, then right. you get mad because you'd like clean the whole house. And yeah. Like, oh, exactly. I don't feel like coming. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you did something. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think young people don't 
Yeah. Want to do this? Well, it's, you know, I mean, no, 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 no. Why they don't want to just say, I just don't want to come. Oh, well, there's peer pressure. It's people pleasing. It's peer pressure. It's, you know, because nobody wants to overtly offend somebody, you know, or just tell the truth, I guess, (laughs) because there's something scary to confrontation, I think, is what it is. And so the kids are just kind of like, oh, uh, I have to. I feel like I have to have a reason for everything. Well, Joyce and I have found that when you invite somebody specifically, mm-hmm. when they're invited, hey, Will, yeah, we're having this party. Mm-hmm. We'd like for you to come. Yeah, Will goes, oh, oh, I'm special. And then he gets there. There's like 220 people. <laughs> yeah, oh, come on, dude. And we needed 221. We paid for 221, so yeah. he was included. But the truth is, is that when you invite someone specifically mm-hmm. and so uh my wife is really good at this i'm i'm learning mm-hmm. i'm learning how to communicate i'm, I'm finding out i'm finding out that um i have words i have plenty of words really <laughs> what do you think this is Chris? figure <laughs> but uh my wife is very uh strategic mm. in what she says and, okay. and her words yeah where i'm just like hey let's just you know how do i make that person feel right better about themselves hmm. so anyway she'll she started this uh small group where she invited a couple women to mm-hmm. to understand it and help her develop it right and then those three women then they invited another like i think it was like 10 total mm-hmm. uh to come to her house to train them hmm. to be part of this small group yeah where which now it's not a small group anymore it's 10 large people group. it's yeah. a large group but they're going to break up into small group mm-hmm. tables. Yeah. And so, but they were specifically asked and to come over here and they would talk about what they were doing. And, and now they started. And now you have like this group, which mm-hmm. has, you know, like we'll say 25, 30 people yeah. that are sitting around round tables having a conversation. Mm-hmm. But it was very, very um, uh, calculated. Mm hmm. To say, okay, I'm, I, and here's how Jesus did. Yeah. So if you think you don't need a small group, Jesus had the three. Mm-hmm. Yep. There was, uh, there was, uh, <laughs> there Matt, was, uh, it was John, John, Peter, Peter, and Matthew. No, James, James. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was just got done reading James and John were like, Hey, yeah. We want front row seats. Yeah. Can you get us good tickets? Can you get us a back, <laughs> right. backstage pass? Exactly. And they're like, they got it. everybody else is like so mad. Mm-hmm. But he had his three. Yep. Then he had the 12. Yep. And that was his, like a little bit bigger group. And then he had his 72, mm-hmm. where it was like, hey, these are the people I, yes. you know, we see on a regular basis. Hey, how you doing? Yes. How's the kids? Whatever. Yep. Um, so, so she's very uh, specific. I, on the other hand, I, I, I throw out meat right. to, to the piranha. F- oh, yeah. And say, hey, if you're hungry, you'll come in mm-hmm. and eat it. And so yep, I'm the same way. Uh, but but we've learned over the years to be very specific. So the other day, um, and we were going to talk about this the other day, we invited two other couples over to mm-hmm. have dinner and play yeah. cards. And they were like ecstatic. They're like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, the table's set. Yeah. Why, you know, there's silverware on the table. It's the whole thing. It's not even plastic. Right. <laughs> it's the real, they brought out their the China set. No, we, no, we don't do China. No, yeah. Not in my house. We, we have China. It's. Oh, you do? Yeah. Is it for like Christmas or something? No, we don't even use it. You don't even use yeah, it? I hate it. Because then, yeah. then you got to like, anyway. Yeah. So, so, and then we cleared off the table 
and we played a, a game called Skull King, which is a blast. It's a blast. Whoa. It's really fun. Um, and we had a great time. And yeah. then, you know, when the game was up, I stood up and said, okay, I think it's time for you people to go home. <laughs> okay, <laughs> leave. But they're not used to that Yeah. of uh, an intentional, no cell phone, no TV, yeah. yep. uh, whatever. And so uh, being being very specific or being very uh, strategic, mm-hmm. you're building into people's lives, which is yeah. like a big problem in our society today. Absolutely. I mean, I, and I think probably for younger people too. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of structure to what younger people are doing. And so for those, you know, because one of the big problems is that we compare our lives to others. And the way that we're doing that is through like the whole influencer thing. Because everybody is addicted to their phone and everybody's looking at social media and everybody's got some form of anxiety or depression because they're comparing their lives to what they think it should be based off of the fantasy lives of these influencers. Okay, tell our older audience <laughs> that that's actually true, that there's people that are A really depressed. Percent. Yeah, oh, the, the biggest problem facing my generation, the Gen Z and soon-to-be Gen Alpha, who are like the, the younger kids that were raised on iPads, is depression and anxious thoughts because... Our lens of life is through what we see on social media, you know, YouTube, TikTok now, Instagram. And these are like these picture perfect lives that basically aren't even real. I mean, you hear stories of there are these hangers, these private jet hangers that rent out time by the hour or even by the 15 minutes to influencers to do photo shoots in these private jets going to fictional places and then they just leave. They'll take fake pictures in jets and pose so that they look like their life, their lives are all this and that. And my whole goal in life it's fake. was to not be a poser. Yes. And that some people are now making money off of being posers. And we look at that and we say... It was easy for me not to be a poser. <laughs> you just were you. I just was me. Yeah. yeah. But these kids are seeing... Well, why why can't I have millions of dollars by 22 years old? And you mentioned that a lot. And so I'm coming to believe that it's actually true. Yeah, it's 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 weird because it sounds like it's not real. But the Gen Z bubble, I mean, you obviously don't hear about these things. It's very real and it's very isolated from like the rest of the world. I mean, people in in Ghana are not experiencing these issues. No, no. it's very much a local Western thing that we have. But I was surprised when I was in uh, Uganda watching Mm. people walk in the streets with a cell phone in their hand. Really? I was like, it's everywhere. You got to be kidding me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so prevalent. And and they can see things around the world. Same thing. So 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 we as disciples. Yes. We as Christ followers. Uh huh. How do you help? I know what my answer is, but how do you Mm -hmm. help people understand that, that this is not the answer? Right. And, and to switch from that, because this is like dopamine special. (laughs) Right. It's ironic because the people that are literally listening to us right now are using a cell phone and they're getting this wisdom from one, which is ironic, but. I think the there's a time and place for the cell phone and for your technology just in general. I mean, obviously, it does a great deal of good. You can connect to the Internet in a way that you never have. You can access information within seconds, which is probably crazy for you to right. think about. But it's it's gotten to a point where it's like the pendulum swung and then it's starting to swing too far, where 
we had a good place and then we started getting a little bit too much and now everybody's just completely addicted to their phones and it's a, it's the problem ultimately is that it's superficial and the way that the you know the first church did it was by you know believe it or not they met in person they talked in person they were intentional with their time with one another they gave things to one another you know they sold their possessions or they shared meals together so they were selflessly giving their time and their belongings to the other person and it was just this mutually shared and mutually agreed upon lifestyle where it says everybody had everything in common where you know you know that feeling after the group that you had over here where you had a meal and then they, you played cards and when you finally close the door after they leave and then you look and you're like that was a lot of fun yeah I'm glad we did that yeah. you know that feeling after a group gets together and then you finally leave and you have that big smile on your face you're like that was good yeah. imagine doing that every day with a bunch of people that you love. Okay. That was the early church. So that's all fine and dandy. Is my <laughs> right. <problem>. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you do it? But, okay, so so maybe we have some parents on the on their phones listening while they're driving mm-hmm. their kids to school. Yeah. And they're sure. saying, my kids are like, that's boring. I don't want to go to Will's small group or right. I don't want to go to youth group or mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to do those things. It's boring. Mm. Don't you think that it's, helping so discipleship is really just teaching Mm -hmm. and we live in a society it's like it's easier to just pick up my phone and yeah and watch a video and tell them to watch a video on how to in front of an ipad yeah how do you do that Uh, and even including teaching yeah oh yeah absolutely it's it's easier to do that and so uh and and you have spectacular speakers and all that but how do you get someone to know that like sometimes it's a little painful to be in a room? You're like, okay, I wish this guy would finish his story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of <laughs> I that. wish Chris would shut up right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish Will would stop talking. But how do they because that why is that part of it? There's something about the the law. So in mm. our groups, what ends up happening is we'll just say on our Friday night. We meet at six, six thirty, somewhere in our yeah. So you show up between six and six thirty, just hang out and mm-hmm. just chit chat. Yeah. With the same people in the room all the time. Mm-hmm. Some people you're like, yeah, I really don't want to talk to them. Right. And other people you don't. Mm-hmm. And so then at 630, we we kind of try to get going and we're we're going through the chosen now. Oh, so cool. there's a there's a little book. So your homework is to watch episode season two, episode three. Right. And so you watch that. And then so we sit down and everybody talks a little bit about that. But mm-hmm. then there's this devotional book yeah on the chosen so there's cool. all these questions and it's boring okay <laughs> it's very boring it's long oh yeah and i'm like well there's a i'm i'm praying there's a point here right yeah somebody gets to the point I, quick because <laughs> i you you got me for 60 to 90 minutes right tops yes exactly i have a good friend jason and he's always he's looking at his watch he's like <laughs> jason yeah he's like well, he's going to be done pretty soon. We yeah. should talk to him about ADD. Oh, anyway, sure. Um, and then and then we get done, and we have some prayer requests, and and that's like kind of a slow part. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, boom! Everybody's standing around talking, and nobody wants to leave. Yeah. So there's something about this is so we're here for a purpose mm-hmm. to to actually about relationships, which is I'm learning right. at our church. I'm finally getting it. It's about building relationships ah, you finally got it and and <laughs> because i'm like all about the big party yes oh, mine's yeah. all about the big party oh yeah but you get there you have this common 
theme, mm-hmm. you're you're actually learning. And I really don't want to learn today, but I'm going to go because I want to be around these other people. And yeah. then I'm learning something. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. What do you know? What do you know? It helped. Maybe if you made a balance, a budget, mm-hmm. you would like whatever. Yeah. And so, and then, and then we hang out with people that I really like, and then I find out I have in common, and I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. Or on Monday night, we we had a group, and a guy came in, and he's like, I, he just confessed everything. Okay. And his wife just left him like an hour before he came to the meeting. Wow. And he told the whole story, and I'm like, man, oh, my life is like amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I live in paradise compared <laughs> to this guy. <laughs> I'm doing really good, but yeah. now I have compassion because I know where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, you're like, oh wait a minute, I'm actually a good husband. Mm, yes. Or actually, I'm 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 doing okay. Right. But there's and also the part of I have some compassion for someone else mm-hmm. because when you're wrapped up in yourself, yeah. I mean, you only can see yourself. Yourself. Exactly. You're so wrapped up, so tight. Oh yeah. And it gets you out of there. Yet then you're laughing and joking with people afterwards. Right. So, yeah. yeah. There's that. That's like the usual flow of of like a Catholic service is you know you you meet beforehand. Oh, how are you doing? How are the kids? Great. Awesome, we're chatting it up, and then you get into service, and then you're falling asleep, <laughs> and then it's over. Oh, okay, awesome. Hey, so like I was saying before, and then you go back to what you really wanted to do. That is, I mean, to what you were saying earlier, it's like, yeah, it's easier to just like play video games and not go out tonight. Yeah. It's easier to just stay home, and well, I don't really want to because I have this instant gratification here. But I can say from my life of experience, from my long now, my limited experience, I can tell you right now, I'm very, I'm very glad that my parents never really let me play video games too much. And there's a broader point to just video games. But when I was younger, I, all I wanted to do was do what everybody else was doing and just play video games. I just want to do this. I want to play Minecraft all day. I want to play Call of Duty all day. I just want to do this. But my parents are like, no, go outside. No, go Play with your friends. No, stop it. Stop it. Get the hell out of my <laughs> Oh, I, I was like very, not very much, but latchkey kid where just go outside. They didn't literally lock the door, but they would be like, what are you doing inside? Go back outside. I'm like, fine, whatever, fine. But I'm glad I did that. And I'm, I realize now in hindsight that that was what was best for me. And obviously if you're younger now, or if you're a parent that has kids now, it is worth it to put up with the, the the temporary fighting back that the kid's going to do of like, mom, I don't want to do this. I want to play Fortnite all night before school. It's worth it to give them a healthy lifestyle because it's that delayed gratification because then you'll have a lifetime of healthy relationships and communication skills. And I think that is something that is kind of lacking is nobody wants to do these groups. And so we're getting to a point where it's all, I'm going to go back hide in myself okay so so don't you think uh, i mean and i don't agree with this but this is a mm-hmm. thought that it's like but it's it's all so antiquated yeah like when i because when i get when i get really stressed out the grit mm-hmm. channel comes on you know yeah. you know what the grit channel is mm-hmm. it's cowboy yeah. all day yeah <laughs> right yeah i can sit there all day long and watch cowboys oh yeah she'll go didn't we watch this last week i'm like yeah and we're going to watch it <laughs> again. I mean, that's like watching The Godfather. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't even know how many times I've watched it. Like, well, why are you watching it again? Because. It's the best movie ever. So, anyway, um, 
when I watch those, it's like the, the father, and this is, I'm going to yell at some parents here. Uh-oh. The father was like the king of the house. Mm-hmm. He was like, son, you go over there and do it. And the guy's like 35. Yeah. You do what I tell you to do. Okay, Paul. Yeah. You know, because there was always this hierarchy. Yes. And the, and the world we live in now is like there is no hierarchy. Mm-hmm. You just happen to birth me. And short right. of that, you're lucky that I'm being nice to you. Yes. So we live where people are undermining authority mm. across the board. And you see the consequences. And so me as a parent, I'm like, no, wait a minute. This is ridiculous. Right. I'm, I'm the, it's my turn to be the parent. Right. It's my turn to have authority. Mm-hmm. And we live in a society that it's like, it's like, there it goes. <laughs> yeah, of course. We, we live in a society that says, hey, you have no authority, yet mm. I have responsibility. Yeah. And so it's like small groups are like an old way of doing it. And right. It's actually we need them more now mm. than ever. Yeah. Because they will learn something in someone's life. Like so something's usually said that you're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah, actually. That's, probably my problem that's good yeah. that's good and and yeah. then you have to make a decision mm-hmm. um but but we go back to as a parent i don't want to be not liked or i don't want to be you mm. know i want to be liked by my kids i want right. this relationship yeah and my kids for the most I, for the most part don't get <laughs> hated me growing up. <laughs> i was kind of i was kind of strict yeah but sure. i'm not now right you know they're because well, they're adults well they're adult people yeah uh but they love me now mm. And I think that's how parent relationships end up being. Yeah. Is now that they're adults, it's like, oh wait, having parents is great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I th- what you're saying, it's like when you when you want to return to the old ways, it's that sounds boring and like yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. But it doesn't have to mean that we have to return to the boring things. Right. Can, I don't have to go live on a farm and raise vegetables. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> raise vegetables and herd uh, <laughs> cattle. Yeah. Or sheep. Yeah. Or herding vegetables and raising sheep yes yeah. yeah but you don't have to that doesn't mean that life now has to be boring and old school kind of like half the name of this podcast but that's why the well i think that's why the name of the podcast is old school new school right. because you can have the old ways but right. they can still be right. contemporary and new right and that's why i think bayside kills it at small groups is because they're taking the age-old principles that work like getting together regularly sharing meals breaking bread having discipleship but they're doing it in a way that is appealing to the modern person and obviously there's a whole conversation there it's like well the church shouldn't adapt to the culture the church should make the culture and it's like what you know how do you how do you what does that mean you know what does it even mean but i think what bayside is doing well is they're making and, and a lot of other churches there's yeah oh there's, yeah, yeah there's churches across the nation that are uh, doing it well doing it well absolutely because it's 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 still fun you know what was fun a hundred years ago is not is no longer fun today mm. me and my dad used to have this joke and my my granddad of like hoop and stick like the the pinnacle of entertainment back in the day for a child was a ring a, a three-foot tall ring and a stick and it was literally you would take the stick and you would hit the ring and it would kind of roll and you would run with it and you would keep the stick rolling. And that was like, oh, my God, this is the peak. Did of you humanity. see that? <laughs> Did you see him roll the hoop down the street with the stick? 
and you do that today and it's like, I want to die. This isn't fun. (laughs) (laughs) Small groups don't have to be like that. Right. You can, you can tie in new fun things like, Hey, let's go to the beach and play ultimate Frisbee and discipleship together. Right. And it's and and once you go to one, it doesn't mean you're married to it for life. Right. Yeah. You, you go. Oh, I I actually don't like that group. And then you can I don't, leave. I don't have to go back. Yeah. It's I fine. mean, you just have to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, or not. I've done that before, and I did the wrong thing of just ghosting the texts. They were like, "Hey, you coming back?" And I was just, I um, didn't read that message. I, typical teenager or yeah. adult. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. Oh, I didn't. I didn't get it. Hey, I have a doctor's look appointment. At your phone. Yeah, it's right there. I had a doctor's appointment at the dentist. Sorry, I couldn't be there. <laughs> um, so that being said, mm-hmm. so let's wrap this up by yeah. saying, uh, why? Why a small group? Mm-hmm. What's the benefit of a small group being in a group? Well, it's it. It feels good when you're with other people. I mean, at the bottom line is, human beings are designed for community. Right. And right. so when you have people around you, even it's if why the problem was with the pandemic, they keep on going back. Exactly. To oh, my gosh. That was the worst. Like even Dr. Phil's talking about. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Dr. Phil's going off on COVID like, restrictions. It ruined. It ruined life. You. It ruined you. For being by yourself. Yeah. Now it's the time to get up off your seat. Yes. And go back to regularly meeting with people. Being in some kind of a group. Yeah. Even if you're introverted. You could do anything for an hour. Yes. Come to my wife's Bible study. You can do anything for an hour, yeah. unless you're a man. Mm-hmm. And, if, <laughs> and if you're a man, just come two doors down and come to my Bible study. And that's what it's for. So that your wife's yeah. over there, and or your girlfriend's over there, yeah. or nobody's over there. And you could just come here with a, a couple guys and go, on, hey, this is what I'm you know, living through. And, yeah. and just, you'll be like, oh, I feel like somebody knows yeah, me. That was really helpful. Yeah, it's good to be in community, because you have people that you can share things with instead of just keeping it bottled up you know and then you're you're learning things and you're helping teach other people at the same time it's do you you think that that's what this whole suicide rate thing is about definitely i think it's it's definitely having something to do with the fact that i mean you'll ask some people and they'll be like i have no friends i mean there are people that will genuinely respond i have no friends and it's like obviously you don't literally mean that you have Friends to some degree. You're, but it's you're like, texting me. so I'm Yeah, we're, we're talking right now. But yeah. you don't have like a best friend, you know. And that's, that's the worst thing. I think that's thing. normal. Yeah, that's the For worst. Most of, most of the world. That's worst case friends. scenario is having no friends. Yeah. That is literally worst case scenario yeah. because human beings, it said in the very beginning of the Bible, it is not good for man to be alone. Right. We were designed to have companions to any degree, you know, whether it's a friend or whether it's a husband or wife. And I think the lack of that will be the detriment of us. And so for basic human needs to the top of like feeling fulfilled all the way from the bottom, like, you know, food, shelter, community, all the way to your highest fulfillment of self, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. That's psychology for you. Oh my God. It's really, it's literally, it's like, it's a basic need and it's like, one of your the highest fulfillment things it's it's just what it is it's what it is it's you need it you need to have people around you and it's like well how do i do that well go to a church say i'm new and the i'm whole, looking i'm looking for a small group yeah and they will be like well we oh, got resources wow. for you we got i i got no friends too yeah no. <laughs> why don't and we have go, no friends oh, together oh i yeah i can see why you don't <laughs> loser uh uh so so anything else Get with people. That's Get with it. people. 
Well, for me, it's it's more like I I'm another end. I I really just like being here. The more people I'm around, the more energized I get. Same here. Uh, and so I like doing that. I I mean, I hate going. Mm -hmm. But then when I'm going, I'm like, when oh, there, that like, was oh, awesome. Yeah, you know, that was that was that was awesome. <laughs> Especially like on Monday, I'm like, wow, yeah. this is awesome. This is the best. And then uh, uh, and then on my Saturday group, you mm -hmm. know, I more serve. I you know, I help set it up. Yeah, I help buy the groceries. Mm -hmm. We have the best breakfast in town for five bucks. You can't. Yeah. Uh, we went to a well-known breakfast company. Yeah. On, on the other day, a breakfast club or whatever it was called, uh -huh. it was seventy five bucks. Oh yeah, for three people. For three for three people. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And for five dollars, you can get the five bucks. You can come to my breakfast, get a good teaching, get small group, and then you can leave like right at nine o'clock. Mm -hmm. And and that's what I and men for for men. Yeah. I don't need to have a conversation though with you every day. My wife right. will say, "Do you have any friends?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that guy over there." Well, why don't you talk to him? I don't need to talk to him. Hey man, hey friend. Yeah, I forget hey. his name, but hey, hey guy. Hey, I know people. Yes, that's all I need for exactly. a man. Exactly. Exactly. Women want to be in relationship. Yes. Men want to be like, oh, yeah, I, hey, I, I know a guy, Vinny. <laughs> hey, buddy, how are the kids? I don't, I don't have care. any kids. That's right. That's right. <laughs> keep keep trying. Yeah, <laughs> let's stay that way. Anyway, no. so. Hey, uh, next week we'll talk about something else. Yeah. Do you want to have Jason on? I feel like he'd be cool. I think we should have Chase or... Yeah, Dr. Hodges. Dr. Hodges at the Bayside. Yeah. yeah. The We've got people in the works. We've got things happening here at the Old School, New School podcast. Thanks for watching. See you next week.